Welcome to the Augusta Golf Show podcast. Now, here's John Patrick. Well, our friend Jay Billis is the lead college basketball analyst for ESPN and their family of stations. Jay is also an avid golfer, loves it, and is nice enough about this time every year before his schedule gets crazy to come on the show. We'll talk some golf. We'll talk some basketball. It's a pleasure to welcome Jay Billis back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Jay? I'm doing well. I hope you are, too. I am. I am. You know, I thought about this the other day, looking at his schedule. Who do you think has the tougher in-season schedule, you or Kirk Herbstreet? Oh, I would have no idea. I mean, you know, basketball is more games. Uh, so I don't know how many games uh, a football analyst does during the course of a season, but it may be in the 20s. Uh, you know, we do at least double that. Um, so they're different games and require different uh, travel schedules. I probably travel more, yeah. but uh, you know, I don't think anybody's complaining on either either side. No, of the fence. no. But he just, you know, he had a he had a Thursday night football game for Amazon Thursday night, and then Saturday morning he was in Eugene, Oregon for game day, and then Saturday night Birmingham for the Alabama game. Eh, you know, and I know he's not sitting in coach. But but that's you know that's that's a lot of travel. Yeah, we do the same thing. Uh, you know, I'll have a Monday night game somewhere, sometimes a Wednesday, then a, a Saturday, uh, and then we have uh, tournaments that we do where I'll do uh, two games in a day. I have a schedule uh, this year where I think I have six games in twelve days. Ooh. Uh, so uh, excuse me. No, I have twelve games in six days. Oh. Uh, not six games in twelve days. I have uh, twelve games in six days. Right. Uh, doing back-to-back tournaments in in Maui and Portland, and uh, so you know, look, we can all complain about you know how difficult it is, but you know, we we travel less than most business people, so and and you know, it's it's a pretty easy job, so nobody <laughs> nobody's complaining. Um. All right. Uh, since we spoke last year, is your handicap higher or lower? Sadly, it's lower. I've oh. actually shot better scores this year. So uh, I preferred it when it was higher. I didn't prefer how I was playing, but I preferred, uh, you know, having a better opportunity to win a bet from time to time. <laughs> it gets a little harder. Uh, so, so your index is what now? I think it's like 4.7, right. something like that. Okay. All right. Very respectable. Very nice. Uh, since we spoke, best, pa- best place you played in the last year? Garden City Golf Club uh, would be up there. I played Garden City uh, for a few days in a tournament. Uh, I played Cherry Hills uh, Country Club out in Denver, mm-hmm. which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a chance to play Friars Head for the first time, uh, which was wonderful. Um, that's one of the beautiful things about golf is all the venues are so different and, uh, maybe the same rules and same number of holes, all that stuff. But, uh, uh, the venues are, make it incredibly interesting. It's really fun. What, at, at an index of four plus, what do you struggle with in your game? Um, I think the, the biggest problem I have is when I'm, I get off to a really good start. Uh, and then I have a hiccup, uh, recovering from the hiccup. Um, you know, it, that, that's, that's sort of the biggest problem. I mean, overall, I would say my, uh, uh, just driving accuracy, I need to improve, uh, to where I'm, that, that's the, that's the key for me is, is not putting myself in a difficult position off the tee. 
Over, under, fourth swing thoughts. Over, under for numbers? For, for Over, under, four swing thoughts. Oh, oh, fourth swing thoughts. Yeah. I'm under. Okay, yeah, I'm that's under. good. That's healthy. That's good. Um, we're talking with Jay Billis here on the Augusta Golf Show. You're around elite athletes all the time. The college basketball players and occasionally the professional basketball players. They will soon be professional basketball players. What makes golfers elite? Well, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take most golfers in a in physical contest uh, with the other athletes I cover. But what I would say is, is mentally, I think they're they're uh, ahead in a lot of areas. Uh, one of the one of the most important factors for a mentally tough athlete is to be able to put behind them what has already happened and focus on the now and focus on the process. And I think golfers, uh, that's why I wish I had played golf when I was a kid, hmm. is uh, I think I would have been much more focused on don't worry about how you got here. <laughs> worry about what you have to do, what's the best thing to do right now. And uh, uh, I think, you know, golf is a, a unique mental challenge that I've never faced in any other sport. Uh, you know, the ball doesn't move, you know, things like that. It, it's really all on you. You don't, one of the things about golf is you don't have an opponent. You know, you may be in competition with somebody else, but there's no opponent that's physically trying to stop you from anything you're trying to execute. You know, and heck, it's always quiet. No, nobody's yelling while you're doing there's there's no obstacle, no opponent to stop you from doing what you intend to do, and uh, and I think the main thing for any golfer is don't be your own opponent. And uh, when you really think, Curtis Strange told me this one time. He asked me to. He says, "How long if you if you're going to go to a par 72 and shoot even par, so you're going to make 72 strokes? How long do 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 you think it takes you uh, from your setup to get to your finish to complete a round of golf?" And, uh, you know, I didn't know the answer. And he mm-hmm. said, he says less than five minutes, um, uh, of, of actual action. And if you're in a four plus hour round and he said, that's a lot of time you have to screw yourself up mentally if you allow it. And I, I thought that was really interesting that some of the really talented golfers I've played with, uh, that are, um, you know, mid-am guys or playing the USAM, things like that, or, or, or golfers that have played played on the the tour, you know, you can go out and they have just as good a time, you know, talking, walking up the fairway, maybe having a beer during the round, whatever it is. But when it's time for them to set up over the ball, they're completely focused and in the moment. And I'm I'm not sure that's true of of most golfers. Let's take 350 yard drives out of the equation. What do the pros do? that makes you constantly shake your head every time you see one do it. For me, for me, Jay, it's short game. To watch them in almost any situation get it to within two or three feet, I marvel at that. I'm not hitting at 350 yards, but I can hit a pitch, and I marvel at their ability to do that. Well, but I marvel at, at all athletes that, that are really good in their sport. Um, I mean, one thing that drives me crazy about pro golfers is when they're at the U.S. US Open or another major and they say, well, the average amateur would come out here and shoot, you know, over 100. Well, duh. (laughs) I mean, we get it. You guys are good at this. 
Um, but it, it's kind of like saying when if if Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas go out and play pickup basketball, you know, I'm sure that Steph Curry could go. You guys would never get a shot off in the NBA. Well, of course they wouldn't. They're not NBA players, and and you know, people that are at the highest level. I mean, I could take a bunch of professional golfers and say none of you could stand up and make an argument in uh, in the U.S. District Court of Appeals. Mm-hmm. Well, of course they couldn't. You know, they're not lawyers. And uh, and I, I think one of the things about golf is, is you know, just like with anything, you have the elite. Uh, that do it at a level that most of us can't understand and can't duplicate. But golf is for the masses too. And uh, heck, if only pro caliber golfers were allowed to play, we'd have we'd have no golf courses in the U.S. Um, you know, the, the 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 hacks like like you and me are the ones that that uh, you know make golf popular. Um, and so, I mean, there's a we know why the pros are great and marvel at it. Um, you know, <laughs> once I, when I hear that stuff, I, I, I just sort of laugh. I'm going, we know you guys are better than us. <laughs> we know <laughs> you don't have to remind us that we wouldn't play as well at the U S open as you do. We already know that. Um, Hey, before I let you go, got to do some basketball. As I put the Tar Heels on the cover, are they the, are they the team to beat? Yeah, they're, they're, I, I think this year there are a number of teams just like in, in, Probably in most years, in certain years, there are teams that are head and shoulders above the crowd. Uh, I'm not sure that I'd say North Carolina's head and shoulders above the crowd, but because of how they did last year and the fact they have almost everybody back, and uh, and they did replace one of the their losses. They lost Brady Manick, the transfer from Oklahoma, uh, and replaced him with with Pete Nance, who transferred in from from Northwestern. Uh, I would say that North Carolina is. Uh, among the, the the two or three teams that I would put at number one, you know, Gonzaga's up there. Kentucky might be there. Uh, Houston, um, but there are you know in basketball, just like in you know, there there is a parallel to golf uh, in this. You, you can say that hey, Rory McIlroy is the best player right now, but if if we were heading into the Masters, you can't say that you, you can't say with any. Um, you know, definition that he would be the, 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 that he's going to win the masters, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, same thing in a, in a, in a tournament setting. I mean, our national champion in basketball has decided a tournament and having to win six games over a three week period. There are a lot of variables that go into that. And that's one of the frustrating things about college basketball. Um, at least it's, it frustrates me is that you, you don't have the best team winning all the time. It's not always a, uh, uh, the national championship event is not always reflective of the best player, just like you know, any one particular golf tournament isn't always reflective of determining the best players, determining who was the best, you know, who played the best in that particular time period. But I think you and I have talked about this before. What, what I love about golf is, is you, you play a golf tournament or a FedEx Cup or whatever. Uh, every competitor has to beat everybody. And in a, you know, now you have a match play event, you know, mm-hmm. world match play. You don't have to beat everybody. You just have to beat the golfers that are in your path. And, uh, uh, but in a, in a regular stroke play tournament, you got to beat the entire field. And in the, the NCAA tournament, uh, you don't have to beat everybody. Um, so matchups have something to do with it, how somebody plays on that particular day. 
Uh, if somebody outplays you, uh, you know, in, in one game, you're done. Uh, in a uh, in a stroke play tournament, if you get outplayed on one day, you have the next day and the next day and all that. Uh, but you have to beat everybody, and uh, and that's that's one of the things I, I think is really really cool about golf. He's Jay Billis. He's ESPN's lead college basketball analyst. I always appreciate you taking the time this time of the year, Jay. I know it's about to get busy. Thank you, and have a great season. You too. Thanks for having me.